What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 481st episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. Uh, with me is Will. I am very angry. Greg, you didn't warn me that I have reached the point in my life where a friend of mine contacted me at 8.30 last night and said, hey, come over and let's watch Harry Potter. And I said, it's 8.30 at night. Why would I leave my house? <laughs> it's just and, miserable. And why is this my fault? I've been telling you this for a while. You're ahead of me by two years. <laughs> <laughs> and I will go sometimes. I will occasionally leave my house at 9 p.m., not often. I went, but I was like, oh, <laughs> but you were tired it's and you regret it, don't you? Thirty. It's so late. I'm already in the house. There are things out there, are people out there that are I, nefarious. I, I literally showed up at his place and I was like, you know what? There was a time <laughs> in my life where if I was at the club at eleven, I was there I, too early too because early. nothing good happens until no. midnight. Look. We all know that all the things that happen at midnight are no longer for us. Now speak for yourself, sir. <laughs> Greg here. Hi, I'm here. I got nothing. I got <laughs> water. I, look, Will came at me early for a thing that I've mentioned <laughs> a lot. I have talked about growing older. You make plans at 830. Those plans can happen after midnight. But it has to be well planned before 8.30, or I'm not leaving. This Steve's like, we're going to hang out and watch Twitch. I'm like, when? 2 a.m.? I'm dead to you at that point. <laughs> You're like, come over to my place. It's 3 a.m. and I got nothing to do. And well, I am laying between two dogs next to my husband, blissfully not aware of your needs. <laughs> well, we'll have the G Fuel fridge. We'll just slam some G Fuel and, you know, go all night. I do not consume <laughs> caffeine after 11 a.m. You cannot do that anymore. We cannot a consume lot to cover caffeine this, that uh, episode. We there do. Was... Yes. Just, what? Yes. There was no Pokemon Go that. stuff. There was Mamo new... Swine came out and everybody hates it. Yep. Two, two hours of Pokemon Masters. There was there's Pokemon actually, Masters. There was a good. new so, Arceus trailer and there was a new Diamond Pro trailer. True. 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 And we all know that if they show us 45 seconds of footage, we can talk about that for 45 minutes. True. See? We got stuff to talk about. But. We got to start off with the controversial thing, the controversy, the issue, the thing that'll get Greg out of his chair. Is it the Sizor issue? No, that, we're saving that for the... the I, we I thought that. That, that's the only controversy I've seen. <laughs> so getting into news here. This is off M <laughs> MSN.com. What, wow. what, what, what are you doing to me? Look, it's so, like you reached in the trash pin past AOL.com to right. get to MSN.com. <laughs> Look, I just wanted to read MSN.com. Everyone, there was, so there was plenty of articles that all said the same thing. This is off MSN.com. Alolan Ninetales new Pokemon Unite Hollowware skin costs $40. Pokemon Unite launched a new sacred style Hollowware for Alola Ninetales yesterday. It is the most expensive item they've released so far in the Zerko trading shop. It lists the new cosmetic item as 2,499 Aos gems, which translates roughly to $40. The official Pokemon Unite Twitter account posted in celebration of the skin's launch yesterday, which promoted fans to push back with the criticism of the Hollowware pricing. 
pleading with it to a lower cost. The Unite team has not responded. Then MSN goes on to explain what Hollowware is. Uh, <laughs> Barring bonus gems one may receive as part of the Pokemon Unite's first-time purchase promotion, the most cost-effective way of scrounging up enough gems for the Ninetales skin is to pay $39.99 for a total of 2,740 Aos gems, uh, even if you only wish to spend 2,499. Whew, here, it's a skin. It is. it is so ridiculous how much they price this for. It is unbelievable. I was like so excited that Ninetales was finally getting a uh, outfit. Ninetales is your second most played, right? Yeah, second, my second most played. And it is, I'm done. I'm done. I'm like, no, you're not, no. It's not, no. Wait for that no. $80 Mamoswine skin to come out. No, because Mamoswine isn't even good. Yeah, Mamoswine bad. Yet. Yet. Yeah, like a buff. It's them. just, I, and a lot of people are like, oh, look, it finally got it. We're so excited that we also have the price tag. And we're like, for what? I mean, it does come with Vulpix, too. <laughs> are there any other for skins what? that are that expensive? No. The most expensive thing up to this point was the Cramorant outfit, uh, which was... Why do the skins have different costs? Like, everything exactly. has everything has really weird costs. There's something that's like a hundred and one. Yeah, like, I don't get but tickets, and it's like, why is it just not a hundred tickets? The Cramorant skin was it was one thousand seven hundred and sixty Aos gems, which if you're just looking at the first time buying Aos gems. That would be twenty dollars, but that is it's giving you one thousand two hundred and twenty plus one thousand two hundred and twenty. I think the Cramorant skin's closer to twenty five dollars. The cra- cra- sorry, the trainer outfit, but based off Cramorant. Yeah, and you can't change your hair color. Nope. Just like in the Gengar the astronaut thing. thing, you can't change your hair color there either. It's stuck purple. The Gengar space outfit is cute and part of the battle pass. And the battle pass wasn't even $40. This is somewhat cute. It's the only option for Ninetales. And it's 40 bucks for what? It doesn't even fly. It doesn't even give you a boost. It doesn't even, like, change the ice into something. It doesn't make butterflies come out. Nothing. I believe it does, it does have, nothing. like, KO $40. <laughs> $40. Okay, so there are different... I'm not going to... Do you I'm get not... the trainer outfits with it? No, those are separate. Oh. I don't know how much those are. Okay, $50. so the, there are different types of. I'm 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 not defending it. I'm just explaining the different types of skins that exist because they they do. There are different types of skins. So the Cinder Ace, the and the Pirate. Talon Flame Pilot, the Talon Flame Pilot, and then the Gengar are all the the same as this Nine Tails, which means that when you select the skin in the menu. There's like a animation that happens. There's like a little trailer. If you pick the Cinderace, he like like looks through his eyeglass and then he swings on the boat and then he like kicks a ball. <laughs> and for those four skins, the Ninetales, the Cinderace, the Gengar, and the Talonflame, all evolutions have uh, outfits versus the Garchomp outfit, which he's like the detective outfit. The Gibble and the Gabite don't have anything. It's just the Garchomp. Dang. Same with the Blastoise. Blastoise has his bad vest on. Squirtle, Wartortle doesn't have anything. So these for these four, I wish I wish they just named them like like Apex. It's like Legendary, 
rare, common, uncommon. They don't really name them that, anything. If you if you can buy them, they are not rare or uncommon. Correct. If you can purchase them, buy that matter by that, and they're digital. They are, they don't have a rarity. They are more fully fleshed out. They are animated. They cover the entire line, except the whole point of is to not stay as Vulpix. If three minutes hey, into I didn't the say that batch, was rare. I if said you it was are legendary. not Ninetales, is there any? You are nothing. Are, are there any like loot boxes for that include skins and stuff that this might yeah. fall out of? I mean, it could go into one of the battle passes later. It could go into a loot box. No, I'm later. just saying right now. Are there is there any loot mechanism that this could? So yeah, that's artificial rarity. I mean, I don't think they're saying. I'm not. They're not saying it's rare. They're saying no, they're it's saying expensive. it's legendary. No, no. <laughs> well, legendary doesn't mean rare. I'd say if if you (laughs) okay, (laughs) this is wrong. But okay, we shouldn't get in the semantics of rare or not rare. Some of us collect the Pokemon trading card game, where some of the rarest cards are worth like two dollars, and some of the not rarest cards are worth like twenty dollars, just because of playability. All trading card games, yeah, yeah, that's all trading card games. I mean, trading card games. The rarity is based off of how many they technically made. dollars is a dinner. Rip off. It's like it's it, you could you could get two dinners at Raising Cane's for yes. $40. And I have. If you've put 2 months into this game and haven't spent any money and Nine Tails is your favorite, I could see somebody being like, "Well, I'm going to continue playing Nine Tails for another 4 months." Cuz $40 is close to the price of a full game. That's a lot. Yeah. Yes. Who has been playing this game for that long without putting any money into it? I, you know, that's you? a good question. I, I would, I would. I, I have, have put... I haven't touched Unite in oh. like two weeks. I, well, no, that's not true. I installed it on my iPad and said, <laughs> "Wait, it doesn't work with my Xbox yeah. controller." I'm out. So here's so here's the question I want to pose because I spe- I bought the most expensive thing on day one, which was the Cramorant outfit. If, yeah, and now it's just ripped apart and fallen to tatters so cheaply made. Yeah, How do you feel about that purchase? Would you spend $40 on your favorite Pokemon? Snorlax? No. Well, let's no. just say your favorite Pokemon was in the game. No. I, I just happened my favorite Pokemon was in the I, game. I just had this conversation at my, with my hairdresser yesterday. That World of Warcraft killed my cosmetic purchase hmm? desire. Because when that game went south, I realized how much money I put into digital nothing, nothing that nobody but me cared about. And I, when I walk away from a bad game, when the bag, when the game goes south, I've just literally gave them money for yep. nothing. Like for the nothing. closest, the closest thing for me is in in Vanguard. There's like there's always like an extra rarity for pretty much every card. And a lot of Vanguard players will max rarity their deck. And they're like literally spending $500 for a deck that if you do regular rarity costs about 85. And you know what? (laughs) For the four to eight hours a week that I get to play Vanguard, the cards do exactly the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They work the same. If I happen to pull a, a secret parallel card, I'm, you know what? Fun. I'll put it in my deck. It's sparkly. It's really hard for me to read with my bifocal contacts, but still. Uh, but otherwise, no. It doesn't do anything except 
You could have given that money to charity. <laughs> There's lots of things in the world that don't do anything. I got a $100 metal Pokeball. It doesn't yeah. do anything. Yeah, I you mean... should be giving that money to charity. <laughs> There's hungry people out there. Even if it was my favorite Pokemon, a $40 price tag would absolutely stop me. $40. 100%. I can't come... I cannot come up with $15 for a mount in Final Fantasy fourteen, a game I have been playing there now. There are mounts that are 40 right, in Final Fantasy? Yeah, like the whale there is, are. The whale is no, 40 right? Yeah, and I'm not, I, I'm not, no. Even that, I can't even do the cheap ones. Because I can't, it, do, I, I, it doesn't matter. It does not make me happier. It does not make me think, I'm enjoying this character more because it's dressed differently and it doesn't it makes me feel even worse because I spent way too much money on it in comparison to everything else in that game. Like, I, there's I think no that, reason for it to be this expensive. None. Part part of the problem too, though, I think, Greg, which which may be skewing us. I mean I've I've got to take that that perspective somewhat, is that in 1984, $40 would have bought me three Optimus Primes. <laughs> yes. Like the big, good Transformers. Not the little ones in the tiny packaging, but the, the big ones, ones that came in the box. Yeah, that were made out of metal. And you, yeah. $40 is real money. Yeah, it's... If it was $10, I'd be like, oh, okay, maybe, yeah. I really like Nine Tails. It's only 10 bucks. There you go. Sure. That's a price point for See, digital would make, content would, that does 20, nothing. 20 is like, ugh. 40 is a, heck no. You've got to be kidding. See, I, I, I to... have an Alolan <laughs> Bullpix right there in I, my I, room. I, I'm familiar. Also, that was also doing a nothing. birthday present. I got it as a gift. Look, yes. if somebody gifted me $40. <laughs> oh, not that, the I conversation mean, is. That's, okay. that's on them for making poor life choices. So I... Have been playing Apex Legends for two years. And the thing about Apex Legends is their best skins are $20 for a character. And they don't really do that much compared to anything else, right? Like, there are, there's your, your level four is your best one, your $20 skin, and then you have your level three, which is usually like $10, and then you have your level two. And no one's buying level two and level ones because those are just, no, you just never equip them. They're just garbage. They're just nothing. And the gun skins, like a gun that you might not even pick up in the match because you're it's a battle royale. You drop in, you pick up what you have. You could be dead before then. A gun skin for a gun that you can only see the front part of is also $20 in that game. And, and it has been $20 for legendary characters or legendary guns since day one. People have complained. Every single day on the Apex subreddit, sometimes you get, you get enough of these people to log in at the same time and it makes it to the top of the page of, wow, these things are too expensive. And it's been over two years and Respawn has not changed their pricing. In fact, they've doubled down on some of that stuff where <laughs> originally a loot box in Apex Legends is, is a dollar and they do these celebration loot boxes, which are $7. And they still give you three pulls, 
And there are what are called heirlooms in that game. And during these celebration events, if you collect all the celebration items, you can get the heirloom. And the heirloom lets you cash in for all an heirloom is, is a character holding an item. So instead of running with no gun, they run with like a a wrench or they run with like a knife to like signify, you know, they got the heirloom. Let's say they released an heirloom for Bangalore. They did this. Let's say your favorite character is Bangalore. Uh, in order to get the Bangalore heirloom, you either have to get it out of a loot box, or if you complete the celebration event, you can then cash in to get Bangalore's item. That was, I'm not exaggerating, it's about $200 to complete the celebration event, because the loot boxes are $7, you gotta open the loot boxes, make sure you don't get doubles, and then, you did it, you completed the celebration event, you spent 200 bucks. now you have the Bangalore heirloom. To me, I'm not defending the $40 in Pokemon Unite. I am <laughs> uh, saying that I am sure there are other games out there besides Apex Legends that are, are worse, but Apex Legends mm-hmm. is very bad. It's mm-hmm. been around for two years. They haven't changed their pricing. I don't see the complaints of Ninetales getting changed. I think this is kind of the way it is, and it sucks. Yeah. But I already know people who bought it. I do, too. It didn't the, st- the difference is, is that Unite is new. And Apex is old, and the people who <laughs> have been playing Apex are, it's just like, they're used to it by now. But for Unite, since it's new, it's like, we are shocked. <laughs> I mean, I would tell, I would look at the Apex thing and be like, no. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, but th- I've been no, playing Apex for two years, and my favorite character, Crypto, he doesn't have an heirloom yet. And they will probably do a celebration event for Crypto. And well, let be me like, know, because well, that will be your birthday present. Mm-hmm. And Crypto, so it's like, I have I have put in two years of Apex Legends I have put fifty dollars in. Uh, besides battle, oh geez, besides battle passes, I bought the battle pass every three months. So the battle pass every three months is what like ten bucks. Um, but for like loot boxes slash celebration events, um, I th- I've only put fifty bucks in, only. Uh, and you, when I put the fifty bucks in, I I didn't feel good. There was nothing out of the fifty dollars where I was like. Yep, this was worth it. (laughs) All right, so to all of our economists that are listening to this program, alert, alert, late-stage capitalism, we're here. You are looking for the signs. The signs have appeared. People Uh, are throwing money at nothing. I met a guy at TwitchCon. This was the TwitchCon I went to Oh, I met some guys at TwitchCon. Um, Because I I had a hustle to that Twitch party, and Greg was doing D&D stuff. But for some reason, we were talking about Apex Legends, and uh, the guy the guy I was standing next to, he said he has purchased every single skin in Apex Legends up to that point. And I want to remind you that <laughs> skins are $20 for characters and guns, and most guns and skins have like five plus different variations. Where he, do you get this money? So was he proud? I just he was very he was very proud that he owned everything. But I had I'm that mentality. About to go I, bankrupt over medical bills and some dude spending five thousand dollars on you. You can't say you had that mentality with Destiny because with Destiny it wasn't pay. But but, but Destiny it was in Destiny one. There unless, was, except for those stupid things. Oh my god! In Destiny one, they had they introduced. Because Destiny 1 was, what, like, four years long, I think? Three or four years long. And then after, like, two years, they introduced emotes. And, like, emotes were anywhere between, like, what, three bucks to, like, 15 bucks. But it was pretty... There, was, there wasn't that many 15 bucks ones. And I wanted to have all of them because they were so... They were cheap enough where they would do, like, maybe, you know, 10 new emotes every couple months. 
And you'd get a couple for free, right? They would drop randomly or whatever, or you did some event and you would get one. That I would be like, well, it's only like $20 to get the last four I'm missing. And so I got all the emotes in Destiny. I had every single dance emote, and Destiny was my most played game, and Destiny had the promise of this was going to be a 10-year game, and Destiny 2 was coming, and the huge thing was nothing transferred from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2. You had to start all over. That turned me off, and I, I think that's what turned me off from like Apex and Destiny 2 of buying cosmetics. You know, I've bought and I've purchased maybe four cosmetics in Destiny 2. Um, whether, and I think most of them were like on discount because they'll have like sales. The argument is like, well, if these skins weren't $20 in Apex, if they were $10, i would be more likely to buy it. But <laughs> why is that an argument? An argument for what? Making a better price point? But clearly, Respawn. If they weren't making money at $20 a skin, they would have changed it. They're clearly doing... It's been two years. Mm -hmm. It's working. Whatever they're doing is working. So I I think the other part of the problem, too, Greg, is when you and I were growing up, we were like, (laughs) when I turn 18, I'm getting out of this house, and I'm going to go live in my own life on my own. And folks today are like, I'm 40 years old and living in my parents' basement, and that's just fine. Because I've got all these skins! I have all the Apex skins. But this 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 applies to things outside, like Will said with yeah. cards. Like, I, I was the TCG player that I had all hollow energies. I had all hollow trainers. I had imported... Look at the room you're in. You're a fool. I know I'm... Money should never go to you. Good call. Valid. I'm just saying, if there's a $40 Crime Rant skin, I'd probably buy it. We know, because you are a sucker. But I I, I haven't even bought all the characters in Unite. I have zero... I haven't des- either. I have zero desire to play Talonflame. I have zero desire to play Snorlax. I don't care about playing Pikachu. Five-year-old... Five you years Pikachu for free. Five... Well, yeah, okay. I, I was just using an example. Five <laughs> years Lucario. ago... I probably would have been that person that was like, well, I need to unlock all the characters because I need to have them all unlocked. But like, uh, but in the reality, I'm never going to play Lucario. Yeah, so they can sit there? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I don't even have... I, I was such in a completionist mindset however many years ago that I, I felt that I needed to own everything. And I think it was mostly Destiny 1 that knocked me out of that. Yeah, I mean, World of Warcraft <laughs> k- killed that for me because I bought every collector's edition I bought all of the things, and like, why? Why did I give them this money? Why? So I could get a statue that is literally clogging in my house that I'm like, I need to get rid of this. It is so meaningless to me at this point. It is such a temporary fix for Mm -hmm. all of the other problems that I'm ignoring. (laughs) Retail therapy is a bad thing. I am a very big retail therapy person. Like, there's a new Dungeons & Dragons book out that ha- that I got for free. I got the digital version for free. And I'm still thinking, do I want the alt cover? So it can literally sit back there and I will never look at the alt cover? <laughs> never. It will sit... I don't even have the covers out. It's all the spines. Yeah, I, I have, I've, I've given up this collector's lifestyle. Because it hurts. Also, there's all sorts of stuff in boxes in my house that I'm like, why? And if Unite goes away, I I lose it for $40. Yeah. For, for my second character. Not a good argument, but I would rather them have $40 skins that they're making money off of 
than to have the pay to win that they have right now. Oh yeah. If mm. if this was forty dollars and we're killing all the pay to win items, that would have been one thing. But they didn't. They added three new items. <laughs> they gave you things like a hair, but also here's three new items that FYI, nobody knows how to use yet. They probably made them real good. So uh guess what? Now you have to level these because these mm-hmm. completely changed the field. Also, here's a forty dollar skin. Also, here's a new character, Blastoise. Super powerful. Here's Mamoswine. Garbage. But Sylveon will Absolute probably be super powerful. Also, Sylveon comes out this week. Sylveon comes out this week. The, the, also, the probably is, super powerful. Like, I, I, I hate that this is the pricing structure of these free-to-play games, but the reality is we live in a world where games are free-to-play and they're seasonal, and, like, every game has a battle pass, and I completely forgot that I, until we brought up Apex that I have purchased every battle pass to Apex. Mm. And that is eight seasons, $10 each or $8 each, however much a battle passes in Apex. And these companies are releasing different things because eventually, even if you say, no, no, I'm not doing this, they will hook you with something. Or most people. I mean, they run the risk. They, it, 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 is, it is not without its... If you're never going to buy a $40 risks. Ninetales skin, but they release 10 more $40 skins... I can't. Is that going to just suddenly push you away? You've already said no to the first one. Uh, for some people, yeah. I mean, th- there is there is a limit. There is a greed limit that people hit, and continual hits on the greed button will turn people away from your game. Like the more they are barefaced about money, you do drive a segment of the people away who are like, if it was once or twice, but this is how you want to run your game. I do not want to support you. It is a risk. Bring your spookiest Pokemon <laughs> to the Spooky Cup competition. This is off Pokemon.com. Uh, just in time for Halloween, Pokemon Sword and Shield in-game competition in which only the spookiest Pokemon can participate. The aptly named Spooky Cup has trainers partaking in a double battle with the scariest Pokemon partners. As an added twist, only the final evolution forms of the Pokemon can battle. For example, you can have Crobat on your team, but no Zubat or Golbat. I think they literally, the only reason this rule exists is so people can't use Dusclops. Because yeah. Dusclops is significantly better than Dusk Noir. Mm. Trainers who participate in at least one battle, regardless of whether they win or lose, will earn 50 battle points. Assemble your best team for the challenge. There's no spooky ball guy shirt? No spooky ball guy. Do you want the list? There's no spooky ball. Do we want to turn this into a list podcast? Do you want to hear the spooky Pokemon? Yes, please. No. Vileplume, Tentacruel, Gengar, Marowak, Weezing, Mr. Mime, Pinsir, Ditto, Omanite, Omastar, sorry, no pre-evolutions, Kabutops, those two are very spooky, right? Aerodactyl, Noctowl, okay, Noctowl is spooky because, you know, owls, they sit on the tree and then you're like, whoa, an owl. Uh, I love owls. Owls are sweet. <laughs> Crobat, Espeon, Umbreon, Wobbuffet, Shiftery, Sheninja, Exploud, Sableye, Mawile, Sharpedo, Lunatone, Crawdont, Baltoy. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up a sec. Baltoy Cladle? I think we have an error yeah. here on Pokemon. We have an Day. error. Ooh. Absol, very spooky. Glalie, Driftblum, Stuntank, Spiritomb, Drapion, Toxicroak, Abomasnow, Weavile, Tangrowth, Electivire, Megmortar. Okay, what's spooky about Tangrowth, Electivire, and Megmortar? 
Nothing. I mean, tank growth is all like. It is all tentacles and all fear. Anything tentacle is spooky. Yes. Uh, Dust Noir, Frostlass, Rotom, Lipard, Gigalith. Because it's a ghost thing. Gigalith is a rock. Gigalith is a rock. It's a ghost rock. <laughs> it's not even got a ghost in it. Swoobat. It's something's got to be animated in that rock. Sculpine, Basculin. I could see Basculegion. Basculin. Well, look, they, just, they haven't died a million a times yet. Wait, okay, we don't have Basculegion yet. Crocodile. Release it early. Crocodile, Sigilith, Cofagrigus, Garboder, Zorark, Gothitelle, Jellicent, Galvantula, Beum, Chandelure. Golurk, Bisharp. Well, there's a lot of Gen 5 here. Uh, Mandibuzz, Hydreigon, Vol- uh, Volcarona, Pangoro, Meowstic, Aegislash, Slurpuff, Malamar, Trevenant, Gorgeist, Noivern, Decidueye, Incineroar, Lycanroc, Toxapex, Araquanid, Shenotic, Salazzle, Beware. Oh, okay. I don't think so, but. <laughs> I mean, it can hug you to death, so. Mm-hmm. Well, Lysopod. It's like, uh, what is it? Night at Freddy- Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Palosan, Savali, Mimikyu, Delmize, Nihiligo, Zerkatry, Guzzlord, they messed up again, Poiple, and Naganadal, so just Naganadal, yeah. uh, Blacephalon, Corviknight, Orbeetle, Thievil, Colossal, I actually hate that Colossal is here because one, Colossal is not spooky, also Colossal no. is already like dominant in a lot of things that have happened. I think all rock types are spooky, so you're wrong. <laughs> Uh, Rock shouldn't be moving around like that. Sentai Scorch. Wait a minute. We said Mr. Mime earlier, but Mr. Rhyme is on this list. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Raplock, Poltegeist, Hatterene, Grimmsnarl, Obstagoon, Cursula, Runerigat. I guess that's technically split. I guess that's technically split. Dracovish, Dragob... Wait, hold up. Dracovish is allowed, but the other three yeah. are <laughs> They are not, because they're not spooky enough. it's the spooky enough. one. <laughs> Dra- Dragapult okay. and Spectrier. What do we assume about Dracovish that makes Dracovish spookier than the others? I'm very upset about this Because it's got the big head. But the, uh, there's another one that has the big head. It's just upside down. Can you Dynamax? That? I mean, Ar- Arctivish has the big spooky head. Are we saying the chicken head is not spooky? I No. You can have Crobat on your... T- okay, hold on. As an added twist, only the final evolved forms of Pokemon can battle. For example, you can have Crobat on your team, but not Zubat or Golbat. Yeah, I don't... Okay, so no Poiple, no Mr. Mime. Well, I mean, Mr. Mime is technically... Oh, yeah, no. you're right. Because Galarian... Wait. Yeah. Because yeah. it has to be Galarian Mr. Mime. Right. Or Mr. Rhyme. Mr. Rhyme. Because Poiple Jr. would be... Poipel is confusing because Baltoy Baltoy is out. <laughs> yes, I don't know why Baltoy's on there. This is what happens when Janine's on vacation and not double checking people's work. Okay, but no Dynamax, right? It is double, which is cool, but I don't see anything about saying no say Dynamax or no. Dynamax. Why band. no Dynamax? I want a Dynamax. I want a Dynamax too. I mean, I would assume it's Dynamax. Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. It doesn't say it's not. Doesn't say that Dynamaxing it is. is spooky. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm glad they're doing this. I'm glad they're doing the spooky. I'm glad they do like fun 
limited Pokedex <laughs> with wild choices for their Pokemon, apparently. Yeah, something. Uh, all right, some more Sword and Shield news. We'll take a break, though, after this. Is Shiny Zashian and Shiny Zamazenta distribution announced for Japan? This is off NintendoSoup.com. Oh. The Pokemon Company announced... Get out of here, Papa Bad. The Pokemon Company announced a distribution <laughs> for Shiny Zashi and Shiny Zamazenta to celebrate the release of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Uh, this news comes after a similar event confirmed for South Korea. Players who visit certain video game stores and show off their Switch home menu with Pokemon Sword and Shield. Okay. Not even American, Jap- Japanese employees mm-hmm. and American employees and whatever any employee around the world do not care enough to look yeah. at your Switch to hand you a piece of paper. You'll get a code to redeem Shiny Zashian in Shield, Shiny Zamazenta in Sword. Distribution will begin October 22nd. There is always that one employee who's gunning to be a manager who is going to change. No, 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 no. Yeah. no. They, they don't even have to be gunning to be a manager. It's just like, this is the only power yeah, that they have the in have. the world, and, and they are going they to They are going to wield it. it with an iron fist. So if you get that person... They they have a day off. <laughs> Come back, look through the window, see if they're there. If not, go on in. I guarantee you, the other employers are sick of that person and are like, "Yeah, just take take like fifty of them." Here's like here's like thirty codes. Don't come back. Just don't come back. This is coming to America. No guarantees. There's no way it doesn't. Okay, when, no when guarantees. Uh, we got shiny. There are plenty of distributions plenty of that, that have been everywhere else in the world except for the United States. When we got Sword and Shield, they gave us Shiny Lunala, Shiny Sogalio, although they did tie it to the Cosmic Eclipse ECG expansion, mm-hmm. which wasn't exactly lined up, but pretty close. And then when Let's Go came out, we got another Shiny Legend thing. I don't remember which one that was, though. <laughs> It was so memorable. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't see why they don't just do this around the same time. It's good advertising. Play your old game. There's a new game coming out. Get your shinies. Move on. Do I have to go to a GameStop? We, yes. We can only hope no. I know of a secret GameStop. <laughs> All it right. has no inventory, but it also has no people. Ooh, the spooky code. I want to go to the spooky game. There's probably a knocked owl inside it. Did you say the spooky cub? <laughs> no. I will give you the address of the spooky cub because it's the Look, one I go to. I don't know about the spooky cub. I'm into that too. Me. Okay. Let's take a break. We got some uh, diamond and pearl and legend stuff. Uh, so we will be right back. When it comes to shopping for top quality gaming gear, we choose who? A company that shares our passion for Pokemon and everything that goes with it. That's who. A company built by gamers for gamers. A company called Inked Gaming. Inked has been a main supplier of essential gaming goods since 2011. Over the years, their collection has evolved, and so has their ability to be one of the best at what they do, which is giving gamers what they want for the best price. Sleeves, mats, deck cases, bags, million things that I use all the time. You can catch them all at Inked Gaming. With Ink Gaming sponsorship this week, our listeners can have exclusive access to certain perks that come in handy. Specifically, a 10% off discount that can be used towards your first purchase. So if you spot something you really like, you really need, or something to add to your collection, you can just go to inkedgaming.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That's inkedgaming.com. 
patreon.com slash pkmncast and use the code pkmncast and the discount will apply at checkout. It's nice to have a friend in the business. 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 Also, their stuff is pretty cool. And we are back from our break. Okay, before we get to the Diamond Pearl stuff, I didn't think we had to talk about this on the show. Oh, dear. So we don't. But when non-Pokemon people in my family are messaging me articles about this, Uh we have to talk about it. My mom didn't ask me about it. This is off. Nobody's asked me about it. This is off foodandwine.com. Oh, wow. We're just hitting all the top sites. Why? I think my mom used to subscribe to that magazine, too. Pokemon Oreos are listed on eBay for thousands of dollars. Look, we have covered this. Do not buy sketchy cookies from eBay. No need to go further. It is a false. It's false. It's fake. Don't do it. Just let it go. Do not order any food items from eBay. No, gross. Ever. Also, do not buy medications off of eBay. (laughs) Yeah, don't buy medications off eBay. Don't buy cookies off of eBay. Just buy them at your grocery store. Extra rare, chewable vitamins. No. No. buy them and do what I did. Eat the mu. Just eat it. It tastes just like every other Pokemon Oreo. Uh, So, uh, somewhat of a very clickbaity title here. I'm going to (laughs) skip most of the article. Uh, Somewhat of a... They they uh they talk about Doritos and Cheetos selling for quite a bit of money. Then they talk about how Oreo just launched this cookie with Pokemon. They talk about how there's 16 Pokemon cookies. And uh, then we get to the actual meat and potatoes of the article, which is the last paragraph here. It says, a search for a Pokemon Mew Oreo on eBay reveals that cookies have been posted on the site for as high as $25,000. Though anyone can put up something on sale for eBay, the tricky part is actually selling it. But a quick peek into sold listings reveal that the twenty-five thousand is an outlandish price, and cookies do uh, cookies do appear to be getting snatched up at a premium. Uh, even one has been listed to sold for fifteen thousand one hundred dollars. Although I'm a bit skeptical, the author of this article that that particular one was on the up and up. Plenty of other cookies sell for about $1 to $10, which seems more accurate price of the representation. And then that's pretty much the article. <laughs> okay, okay, quick. I am on eBay right now. Uh-huh. There is a super deal. Pokemon Mew Oreo Rare plus the Ancient Mew card. Oh, man. What? Current, current bid is 99 cents. You have six days Snatch from the up. time of this six recording days. to get Is your there a buy future it now? set. No, no, oh, it's going to be a bidding war because everybody knows that Ancient Mew plus the Oreo is the key to unlocking Mewtwo in the real world. Like that. Yeah. Like that. Look, Mike Romrans, <laughs> writer of Food and Wine, I understand. I don't agree with, but I understand you had to write a convincing enough title for somebody to <laughs> click your article. I get it. I feel I, for you. Here's the thing. He didn't write it. Mike had to write the bulk of the thing, and they gave it to somebody else. It's like, here's the thing. Somebody How do we give us people, a punchy headline? How do we get people somebody to Somebody wrote this? that punchy headline. But I do have- Mike just was given an assignment by the editor saying, look, Pokemon's hot right now. Oreos did a thing. 
Come up with an angle. You have three hours. Go. Pokemon's hot right now. (laughs) But I will give Mike credit because he clearly understood eBay and understood the like people. People. This is this is the problem with this is the problem with society. This is the problem. the, The 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 actual issue is people just read a headline. And then they assume that, like, wow, these cookies are selling for $10,000, uh, when, at least in this article, it does actually say, that, no, these cookies are selling between $1 and $10. Well, so I'll say this again. We've said this on the show. Just because something sold on eBay for a price doesn't actually mean that somebody bought it. Like, right. there is, there was one time in my Twitch stream where somebody said, you can't bid on eBay because if you don't pay, they'll sue you. No, that's not how eBay works. There is no obligation for you to pay anything. The The worst thing that can happen is eBay bans your account. There's like no, the, the eBay police are not kicking down your door because you spent no- $50 on an ancient view on eBay and you didn't pay the person you bought it from. There is no eBay police. FYI, there's no eBay police. You could you could spend ten thousand dollars on a cookie and not pay just because you were like this was funny, like. <laughs> well, no, so you're not spending ten thousand dollars. You could get the yeah. winning ten thousand dollar bid and then just not finalize the transaction. Correct. Right. And you'll get you like a bad star it. on eBay, and then they'll ban your account, and then thirty days later you can make a new account, and it's fine. The thing that that kills me, actually, I, I don't know if you saw this, are the uh, the card scams on Amazon. Oh yeah, where you buy sealed product from Amazon, and it's basically somebody bought it, yeah, opened it, opened took it. all the good cards, oh, yeah, 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 resealed yeah. it, yeah. and then did it as a return to Amazon. So Amazon's like, oh, it's a return. They didn't use it, so we can just sell yeah. it again. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, the, that's, that's bad. the real scam. That's that the scam is so right there. scary to and me. That, that, can, so that can exist on eBay, but that's not going to exist on eBay from like a verified twenty thousand right. no, dollars yeah, seller. Exactly. Right, yeah, on Amazon, it's the wild, it's the wild west over there. Amazon, Amazon don't care. They're, those do, those they Amazon money. employees are not getting paid enough to check to see if something's been <laughs> they're tampered all, with. What, they're all working for $2 where they're watching their super chief fly into space. What do they care about their product or their customers? So even that though an Oreo sold for $15,100, I agree with, what was his name, Mike? Mike. There's no proof that that actually went through. No. Like, why would one person pay 15000 when you can see hundreds of well not hundreds but maybe like 20 30 40 50 completed auctions of a cookie selling for like six bucks didn't even come with an ancient mew it didn't come with an ancient mew so why would you pay that kind of money anyways to all my family and friends who don't listen to this program stop sending me these articles about cookies selling for ten thousand dollars it's not true (laughs) (laughs) see this is why nobody in my family does this to me because they 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 aren't ready for the blistering response they're like, yeah, I'm sure he knows about it. Off Pokemon.com, Encounter, Alola, Regions, Rowlet, Lit, and Poplio, and Max Ray Battles. This is really cool. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Zero heads up, like always. It's infuriating. Uh, this was the first time you would be able to catch Rowlet, Lit, and Poplio in anything other than a Pokeball. Because there was no and way to catch them before. Possibly ah. shiny. And with hidden abilities. There was no increased shiny for this. No. Yeah. I, it's possible. Yeah, I've sure. seen it. <laughs> Anything is I, possible. I saw it. They could be shiny. 
They also, since I spent literally all weekend trying to get the hidden abilities and luxury balls, I now have a set of all three in luxury you balls. With hidden- you already have a hidden ability. Just put that one in the thing with the luxury ball and then breed it down. Because I needed something to do this weekend. <laughs> oh, buddy. I had stuff we could have been doing. Look, I had stuff I was doing Friday that I didn't night, want to be doing. Friday night, I was out at Magic. It was a great time, but my body said, guess what? You just had surgery, and you are staying home on Saturday because you're wrecked. And what did I do with my time? I hunted a Lowland Starters and Raid Dens. Hey, it was a cool event. It was. Very short, no heads up. A little frustrating on that end. Again, I'll say this every time. It's one of the things Niantic does better than Game Freak is at least they give us like two weeks heads up for these events. Yeah. At least we, 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 knew, we knew about Duskull Community Day a month ago. Like, you can plan, take off, move some stuff around. Uh, it's just... Yeah, events should be on... Like, l- let me know about this event. <laughs> I would like to plan for your event. I would like to set some time up to participate in your video game. <laughs> Not everyone can just drop everything. <laughs> And go catch a million pop That's what you get for having a life. How dare. Okay. So there were two new trailers that were dropped. One for Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. One for Legends of Arceus. Uh, oddly enough, these seemed like they could have both been included in the Nintendo Direct. And True. Not because they were not any. They're, they're not really that exciting of trailers. No. Speak for yourself. I was very excited. The I Legends mean, Arceus stuff looks fantastic. Okay, well, yeah. let's start there. So they showed off a couple things here. Let's see. I'll just we'll just go through the press release. Uh, the Pokemon Legends Arceus brings players to the vast Hisui region. This this is the Sinnoh region as it existed in the past, long before familiar towns and cityscapes of Diamond and Pearl were established. Rich in nature and with Mount Cornet towering at its heart. This is Sinnoh, um, unlike anything players have ever experienced before, and they will embark on a journey to complete the region's first Pokedex. And so uh, the first bullet point here is your Arc phone will be your guide. Early. Okay, <laughs> this is where we got. This is where I went off the rails. I've been off the rails ever since this was this was put out. They're very oh. advanced. Okay. Okay. What time in the past? Are we, if we have a cell phone, I will admit as a person who works in the cell phone industry, cell phones existed long before people thought they did, Mm -hmm. but that was still 1946, not 18 something as they suggest this series is set in. Unless, unless I can can answer this this series is in 1940 and the Pokemon games of modern are like the year 3000. I can answer and we've this, been Greg. playing in the future. I can answer this. Hoopa opened a ring. No! Through the it cell can't. phone, through the ring. It, it, opened cannot, it. it cannot always be Hoopa. Hoopa it is always cannot, Hoopa. It, it is always Hoopa. Be, it cannot be the catch-all. If you wrote a story and said Hoopa did it, you would be raked over the coals. It's, also, if we don't even, if we've never been in this town before, where are the cell? Who built the cell towers to make your phone work? Who put in the infrastructure? Where there's no satellites? How is your phone working? All right, and, I got an answer and, for this. And the Rotom phone had Rotom in it. Does the Arceus phone have Arceus in it? I have an answer for this. 
You don't. You have, <laughs> you have made up garbage. And then Hoopa opened the ring, and they pushed the satellite through the ring. And now it's here. This. Is, this a, is this a Team Galactic plot? They're like, let's pollute the past with technology? <laughs> Early on your this adventure. This garbage. What year is it? Players will get a device called the Arc Phone. Its distinctive oh. appearance might lead one to suspect it somehow has a connection to the mythical Pokemon Arceus. This device and time seems to have some certain sort of strange power and it will help players uh, on their journey. Okay. I'll say it has a strange power. It's connecting to a cell service that doesn't exist. It's got a Rotom in it. It doesn't. It's the Arceus phone. Special Pokemon with mysterious powers. During their expeditions, players may run into Pokemon that are larger than normal and have glowing red eyes. These are known as Alpha Pokemon. They are stronger than their regular counterparts, and they will be quite aggressive in chasing down and attacking players that stray too close. There are also special Pokemon in the Hisui region that have received some sort of mysterious blessing. Some of these Pokemon are particularly powerful and have been come to known as nobles, while others said they are willing to assist the people in the region. Each of these Pokemon seem to hold a power not held by regular Pokemon. People known as wardens are tasked with looking after these Pokemon by performing duties such as uh, making sure nobles' territories remained unviolated or providing offerings of food and water. These Pokemon nobles uh, are revered by, ha by the people in the region, but some strange phenomenon is now causing them to suddenly fly into a frenzy. The causes for the incidents is still shrouded in mystery. Once frenzied, these Pokemon are incredibly, incredibly difficult to rein in, which forces the people of the Hisui region to turn to the Galaxy Expedition Team for help. As part of the Survey Corps, you will be called upon to quell the frenzy of nobles. Sounds like a Monster Hunter Pokemon crossover to me. So then they introduced Cleaver, the Axe Pokemon, Bug Rock type. Special minerals found in the Hisui region cause Scyther to evolve into this Pokemon. There you go. That at least makes sense, Greg. Uh, part of its body have been hardened to stone. The stone also gets chipped during fierce battle. And Cleaver that ha uh, and Cleaver that have survived many battles will display large chips across their body. It is said that the people in the Hisui region use pieces of stone to craft tools. So we have some answers there. Yeah, apparently one of the pieces of stone is to make a cell tower. Is it Cleaver? Is it Cleaver or Cleavor? I'm not sure. They don't say it out uh, loud. The, the, yeah, they haven't said it out loud. It 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 looks like it looks like Cleavor because of the O, because it's not an E. Yeah, but I don't know. It, the way you knows? say scissor is scissor, like a pair of scissors. But some right. people say scissor, but it's supposed to be like a pair. Of, so I don't know. I'm. We'll wait until the anime, I guess. So we have two different things. We have uh, noble Pokemon, and then we have alpha Pokemon. So we've seen alpha Pokemon. There was like an uh, alpha Ursaring and an alpha Luxray, I think, in the original trailer. Uh, I know some people maybe speculated that it was, could be like shadow Pokemon because their eyes were red or something. Uh, and then the noble Pokemon kind of seem like boss battles, I guess? Kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's what's replacing trials, right? Yeah, I, I gyms. Yeah, it, it yeah. seems like to like the gym slash trial system of yeah. Go here, Cleaver seems like the first one. Maybe this. It seems like the first one because the only thing I really learned from this trailer is Oshawa doesn't evolve until seventeen. 
Uh, yeah. Because the Oshawa was 16 in the trailer and the Cleaver was 18. And I was like, wait, why isn't this Oshawa evolved yet? And I was like, oh. Well, maybe they chose not to evolve it. No, yeah, it's real no. cute. Duat is at 17, Will. But you could you hit B. He was only at 16, though. He wasn't there yet. <laughs> oh. He wasn't there Here's yet. Here's the thing. Can we, as a society, stop using alpha since that, that came from the alpha wolf thing and the... It, Turns out that that science paper was complete garbage. No, I mean, real. alpha is just the first letter of the Greek alphabet. Yeah, it's, yeah, the, first, like, it's the first squad to die, like, oh, and then beta it's super, squad has to come in. It's super angry, and they're super protective. That's not what alpha is. It's just the first letter. It's the first one. The I whole mean, alpha of, wolf thing is garbage. A lot of people just use it to mean, like, the top. top. What about the alpha lion? Because they, they use it for gorillas and everything, too. They just, like, any kind of a pack. Yeah. It was thing, based they, they always the used wolf the alpha. Thing, and the wolf thing was wrong. Yeah, but it's become common parlance now. So yeah, but it stop. shouldn't be. Excise it from society. Okay. So we open up Hoopa. <laughs> go back in time. Uh-huh. Get rid it's of the steampunk. alpha. steampunk. It's steampunk. How do we feel about Cleaver? He's okay. I, I, I like Split Evolution. I'm glad they didn't completely... Yeah. I actually really kind of like the design. It's very feudal looking. Which I, I, I kind of like. Like, even though we're apparently in the 1980s when cell phones were plentiful. I, I do think it's a very cool design. I think it fits the Scyther line. I think it, it doesn't look like, you know, when Tuat goes to Samurai and you're like, what? Uh, I think this. I think is a really good, cool-looking design. I'm not overly thrilled about the bug rock type, but whatever. Well, because since Sizor is bug steel, and yeah. they don't have steel, that's why it has to be. I'm rock. sure they have steel. They made much. a phone. Th that's made with precious metals, <laughs> not steel. It also seems like this is you know your first or second. Boss battle. I, I again. I don't know if I like the word boss battle, but that's what it seems like it is. And then it feels it, like the first, right? Like, I mean, it has like, like a it has like 16. a a health like a four part health bar above it. Yeah. Um. It seems very much maybe it's moves or something changes when it gets to the halfway or one third the way. This is. I mean, this is a very common video game trope. They have different levels of like they do their their move set changes halfway through. Otherwise, it would be a very boring battle right. or whatnot. And at some point, you have to throw a pouch of something at it because they really made sure to zoom in on that pouch. Yeah, that pouch tossed in the air. So maybe this is the answer to there's no gyms, but there will be these nobles, and you got to right. do the nobles. I'm sure. I, I maybe I would wager to guess there would be optional nobles um, that you don't have to do. My some might be harder than others. Why? Why would there be optional? It's like a very like Final Fantasy slash yeah JRPG thing where there's JRPG like thing. there there's a couple that are stranded somewhere that are completely optional. I would say like the Alpha Pokemon are the optionals, but the things you have to do. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Um. Okay. So getting onto the second part, race uh across sprawling untamed landscapes. With riding Pokemon during their adventures, players will re receive the celest celestial celestial flute. I don't know how to say that word. Uh, this mysterious instrument that has been passed down from generation to generation of Hisui people. Play the flute anywhere to summon a special Pokemon that lets you ride them. 
Riding these Pokemon will allow people, will allow players to move faster on land, uh, or across body of waters, or soar through the skies. Weirdeer uh, has powerful, sturdy legs. Riding will riding upon will allow players to gallop through the land at great speed and jump over obstacles. Basculegion will allow players to be on its back, traveling across body of waters, also able to launch himself out of the water, letting players leap effortlessly over obstacles. And Hisuian Bravery. Let's players fly through the sky from the from up in the air. Players will also get a good look at the lands and what Pokemon live down below, and what items can be found. So I think the only takeaway through this was that the trainer character threw a Pokeball off of the Basculin, yeah, which was kind of cool. Wrecked that it oct- <laughs> just wrecked that octopus right in the face. Uh, I'm gonna guess you could probably do that off Weird Deer and Bravery too, but they didn't probably. show it. I would imagine yes. Maybe not the flying one. Yeah, maybe. The last part is uh, players can prepare their for survey work at Jubilife Village. There's a there's a hairdresser and a clo- clothier. Clothier and hairdresser. Players can mix up outfits and hairstyles at the clothier or the hairdresser to choose their looks. That was really cool. The photography studio players can take pictures alongside their Pokemon at the photography studio. Hoopa must have threw a camera and a cell phone through at the same time. <laughs> Look. It's just wild. It's just that they don't even care. The general store and crafts. If players used up their items on a previous excursion, they can replenish their supplies at a general store. They can also use in-game currency to buy new crafting recipes and materials from the craft work. And then the pastures. The pastures are craft work. Craft works. Yeah, yeah. The pastures are where players can leave Pokemon that they have been caught. Many Pokemon that will need to be caught for the Pokedex, but only six Pokemon can be taken along in the party. Players can choose which are the right Pokemon for each mission before heading out on surveys. Uh, at any of the various Pokemon camps, players can change which Pokemon they have in their party or send the Pokemon to the pastures. I think the pastures is just your PC, right? Yeah. Couldn't figure out PC technology, could, but they got they cell phone. They got a cell phone and a uh, photo studio. And also... The wardens are clearly descendants or ancestors of various people in the future. Yeah, so one of them, uh, the Beyblade kid, big B- Beyblade energy kid, he has Clay's. <laughs> he has Clay's Leon, hat. Leon has Clay's hat. Mai has Marley's hair. Marley. Oh, the the one with the Arcanine. Yeah, Pokemon Masters Marley. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon Masters Marley. <laughs> the only game she's really known for because you get a million of her. <laughs> uh. Arizu, yeah. Arizu has Mars's hair, and I don't really know who Iscan looks pretty, like. The I Pokemon know- Company, Game Freak, whoever is in charge of this stuff, they're pretty good at like leaving out a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, they, you've got to interpret the signs. Yeah, look at the patterns. I'm gonna say it again. These graphics are bad. <laughs> Okay, look at look I'm not at having this argument. I'm not engaging in this conversation. The nope. thing that throws it off for me is is the screenshot of the Munchlax with the can uh, with the Marley hair, and how her tights just look so awful. Like the Munchlax looks pretty good. The sky looks great. The ground texture still looks bad. The trees still look bad. That's fine. But man, like her tights, like are they're just so pixelated and like static. Like it's like they applied the the JPEG the JPEG, but they should have applied a, like a, a a properly scaling PNG. PNG. Yeah, <laughs> like they just messed up the file format. 
Her like her hair, her face looks great. Like if you look at her her head and her hair and the lighting on her hair, that all looks great. And then the more you go down her body and you get to her like legs and like the bottom of her dress, you're like, what happened there? Why does that look so bad? I don't know. I'm being very picky. All right, male gaze. Maybe yeah. stop going down her body. <laughs> yeah. Just look her in the eyes like you should and stay there because the rest of it isn't for you, Steve. My mistake. Cleaver looks but, good. Hey. Cleaver looks the, great. The outfits look cool that you can dress up in. Yeah, the outfits yes. look really, really great. I'm very happy with the character customization. Customization is Yeah, here. there's a Budu Rosalia outfit already, and I'm into it. That's all I'm going to wear. Okay, the B- Beyblade Energy Kid. Yes. He's standing in front of a great a giant tree. Yep. That looks great. Very happy with the screenshot. Tree looks good. He looks good. Shadows look great. The trees behind that looks great. This game is so... <sighs> not finished? Yeah, not finished. Who would have guessed? Yeah, but then you... Okay, so you go from Beyblade Energy in front of the tree, and then you go to the screenshot where the bravery's in the sky, you're flying, and you see two lakes... And it looks awful. The water looks awful. The I... ground looks awful. The world is completely empty. You can see two bidus, bidus, and then you can see like one giant crystal rock over to the right hand side. Obviously, you can go mine that crystal rock. This and this looks terrible. This looks awful. It's as if it's not done yet. Okay, we I'm said that about also the... not not engaging. No, this is it, it. To me, it looks. We said this about Sword and Shield, and Sword and Shield ship pretty much exactly like it looked. The wild area looked bad in all those trailers, and the wild area continued to look bad when it arrived. I know that they can do cities looking good. They proved that in Sword and Shield. Most, like, the, the fairy town in Sword and Shield looks fantastic. It is this open world stuff that they have been clearly unable to figure out how to do it right. I think those lakes look fine. That water texture looks awful. Stop. <laughs> no, it's because of the, or the way the sun is. At. It's uh, 28. It's probably the worst screenshot out of all of them. It's not that bad. <laughs> it oh, still looks good. Yeah, screenshot Wait, 3 looks screenshot great. Screenshot 28 is word or jumping over water, right? No, 28 is bravery. 26 what? is... Uh, oh, wait. 24 is weird. You're over water. Oh, that one's bad, too. That water's bad, too. Ah. Uh. What are we looking at? 28? See, no. Braviary flying over a thing is 32. Uh, you are on some other location. The Electivire looks good at 33. Lightning effect in 33 looks good. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, at the end of the day, it's fine. I played, I played through all of Sun and Moon and all of X and Y on a 3DS. Uh, the graphics, obviously, not the number one thing on the no one's buying the 3DS for graphics. But I do think that Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee looked better than this. And I understand it was a smaller game. You know, they were redoing Kanto, but that game was vibrant. That game had great lines. Maybe, I don't, I, I don't know anything about game development. I don't know how hard or simple the back end of that was. And I know that there's like an art style they're trying to do with the paintbrushes and the like olden Japan ways. I, yes, I get that it's there's a less a less detailed, more of a just pure color experience. Why are we skipping over what's in the bag? Oh what? yeah, I I don't know. What's why in the bag. is there a giant pail of bags, and why do you need to whip the bag at Pokemon? Maybe the Pokemon like to sedate them, cornhole or something. 
No, it's Nobody Pokenip. Nobody likes Hetbag. It's what like Catnip for Pokemon. Pokenip. Oh, probably. Um, okay, before we go to Diamond and Pearl, uh, Mr. Joe from MrCerebi.net tweeted, I don't think this game is open world anymore. <laughs> well, and there you go. Well, define open world. That is that that is the definition. I believe not in these uh, screenshots we're looking at here, but in the Japanese website, they had more map pictures, and it's very clear that the map is broken out into sections. And I remember the the we the, this is this is going to come off as like I, I told you so moment, and it's it's not really I don't I don't ever want to be the I told you so person. What are you shaking your head? It. <laughs> Have you met yourself? No, it's it's not really that. <laughs> it's the fact that like it's the fact that the people that are going to be upset are the people that had these grand expectations. And it was like, "Hey, maybe don't have those grand expectations." And they were like, "Nope." World! And they're like running with it and they're the ones that are going to be yelling at me that like they're so upset that they well like like what did I do? I just said, "Hey, they didn't use the words open world anytime during the press release." So when they originally showed this trailer and I was like, "Huh, they didn't use the word open world, right?" We've had right. this conversation. I went to the press release, they didn't use the word open world. I went to the Japanese press release, they didn't use the word open world. But if you read Twitter, if you read Reddit, if you talked to anyone who watched this trailer, they would have been like, "Wow, that open world Pokémon game looks good." And I'm thinking, and I'm still thinking, there's not a single video game in history that if they were an open world video game, they they would tell you. Yes. That the, up, up I cannot front. think of a single yeah. open world video game that it, that didn't pound yeah. it into your head that they were open world. And they never did this. And was like, okay, maybe they're not doing it for the first press release. They didn't do it for the second press release. I don't know what this is number four or something like that. Like I, I like if it's an open world video game, they hit you over the head that it's open world. It is literally a selling point to a video game. Although I will say I don't think every open world video game needs to be open world because there are some bad ones out there. And one of our, I can't remember who it was, somebody from our Slack community went into Joe's stream. Joe was streaming, like, Dynamax Adventure. It was, like, the week after Arceus was shown. And uh, I can't remember who it was. They'll, they'll comment on the podcast, I'm sure. <laughs> but they, they said, Joe, they said, hey, do you think that this game is open world? And Joe said, of course it is. And they said, well, they didn't say the world open world in the press release. And Joe stopped his Dynamax adventure and said, yeah, they did. And he went to whatever, probably the, the website and he command F open world. And he was like, the, the, all, I'm not making this up. This is, you go back to his stream. You could see it. And he goes, oh, I guess they didn't say the world open world. I thought they did. Well, it's pretty obvious it's open world. And then he like moved on with his stream. I totally get why people might have thought that this game was open world. But again, I, I look at the other logic of, why didn't they say it? Like, every open world game will hit you over the head with this. Mm -hmm. And if you believe, and if you're excited that it's open world, and now we're getting to the point where it's, it could, it could still be open world. They haven't said, I guess. It could still be well, open world. I mean, world. they do say vast. Yeah. It does, vast. It's, and, and what actually defines open world? Like, yeah. Again, that's... This this looks I mean, so more like a Monster it, it, Hunter than a Breath of the Wild in yeah, terms is of maps. It because if it's broken into segments, but you can go anywhere in those segments however you wish, does that suddenly not make it open world because it's broken into segments? I would define open world as 
I can go there no matter what. If I if I start the game, I mean tutorial side, there might be a tutorial that's like, hey, you gotta get your sword before you leave. But if I see that mountain that's all the way over there, I can go to the mountain. In Fallout New Vegas, as soon as I get out of the thing, if I want to go all the way to Vegas, which is on the other end of the map, I can ignore every single task and I can get to Vegas to start gambling. I might I will probably die a million times because there's a bunch of monsters there, but I can make it to Vegas and I can ignore everything else. In Breath of the Wild, as soon as you get out of that tutorial, you can go straight to Ganondorf if you want. You can go straight to the desert if you want. I consider that open world. I don't consider Monster Hunter Stories 2 open world because I have to do a bunch of tasks on the first island, even though I can go anywhere on that island before I get to the second island. Before it unlocks the second island. And I can't go to the third island without completing everything on the second island. But what do you call that then? Not open world? I mean... Open area? Yeah, open... an open area. So then the question is, does it become open? Like, is Pokemon post-game open world? Because yeah. at that point, you can travel anywhere in the region. Yeah, I mean, I think so. It, it's such a weird... Gate, yes. It, yeah, it's a weird gate. It, just because things are locked behind gates doesn't sort of change what the gameplay is in those areas as they unlock. Like, a story progression, an RPG progression that's trying to tell tell a story tends to lock things behind so that you get the story that out of the way. So it's so like it, again, I don't I don't know if open world it's so important that I'd be able to go to any area I want, whether or not I can complete anything in that area or I will get murdered in that area for merely stepping foot in there. Is that more important? And, I, and I that's think what has to make it open world. People, like I don't but like if you look at Harkold Soul Silver the Gold and silver. People liked that because there was an illusion of choice. Like, oh, I can go but to these. But it was an illusion. Right. It is an illusion. And but that, open but the, worlds where but, you go get murdered because you're in an area you're not supposed to be in is also an illusion of choice because you're not having a good time. There you're might be some, but well, uh, you know, that, you know, there. there's like five people out there that can do it and they're having a great oh, time. I, I've done this. We went from one city and ran across World of Warcraft to get a guild charter signed. Literally dying and resing and dying and resing and dying to prove that we could do it. Was it fun? No. You could do it, Was though. it absolutely awful? Absolutely. Was it? <laughs> did it ruin that game at the start? Sure did. But boy, I could tell one person, we did this, and they go, wow, why? And I had no answer. <laughs> so I think that a lot of the issue here is that... The kinds of games that were very clearly not open world are not made or played as much anymore. So if you think of like Doom, Doom is not open world. You start at a spawn point, you have to get to the exit. You have no choices where 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 you go from there. And the fact that there is so much more choice in how games go anymore and also in the post game right you can go anywhere so that basically does become open world not you can't like walk off the side of the map <laughs> yeah it's like it's not infinite um that that that's it's it's become so water it's such a watered down concept where you know like was the original uh zelda open world because you know you had your rectangle you could go north south east west yeah you go wherever you want right you could go wherever you wanted (laughs) you could technically do the dungeons pretty much any order you wanted in the original zelda Mm -hmm. 
Um, although they would be harder. There, there, there and, is and this... some required items. Like you had to do certain things, so you couldn't complete them. There is yeah. no. This should not come out of shock that Pokemon games are pretty linear. You start. You yeah. go to eight gyms. You get to the eight gyms. You go to the elite four. There's a little bit of post game. There is. You could theoretically skip Erica's gym, Koga's gym before Erica, and go to Sabrina. And as soon as you get Surf, you could go to Blaine, and then you could come back and go to Erica. Like you could do a different order. And there is this want in the community, the Pokemon community, maybe the hardcore community, where you know, this has been said for several years. I wish they, people want to do gyms in a, whatever order they want. I I I don't know if that makes suddenly makes these games more fun or if suddenly that sells a million more copies because you could do uh olympia before you could do wolfric well technically you could already do olympia before. you could do <laughs> wolfric before you could do olympia right <laughs> i have played bad open world games mm-hmm. like I, I final fantasy 15 one of my favorite games was open world I after three hours of being like I can I walked over here and I, there's nothing to do over here. Why did I walk over here? <laughs> I have to walk back now. There's no like I literally have to walk my leather clothes with my leather boy band. We gotta walk all the way back because I walked out here. I picked up an item that was point one percent better than the item I already have, and now we gotta hustle back. It was a waste of time. But you had the car. No, because the car can't go off road. I had to walk through some cactuses and up some mountains. It was it was bad. It was a you need to get a better car. It was a bad experience. Yeah, you get the car. Now the end of Final Fantasy fifteen, you get you do get that flying car. I know. Then it comes to Final Fantasy fourteen because I have it. I don't mind linear games. I've never really minded. I've never really have cared that much that a Pokemon is like from start to finish. Here you go. When Sword and Shield was coming out. There was that mistranslation where there would be 16 gyms instead of 8 gyms, and the internet lost their minds, or some people did. But I I couldn't help but think, man, I want to be done with the Pokemon after 8 gyms. Like, what? Why do you want to do another 8 gyms? Like, like, I'm sorry. We did that. It was gold and silver, and it was bad. Well, no, it's like, I want to do 8 gyms, and then be able to get to to the... Why is the name of it final four right the elite four i want to like not that i have to do 16 gyms to get to elite four but i get to pick which eight that i do out of the 16 that are available that's what people want yeah maybe but a gym is still a gym (laughs) like and it's very similar to what like isle of armor was right you pick either water or dark and then the other one is closed off to you yeah, and I guess it adds replayability. I I feel like there's just this, like, just because a book is longer doesn't mean the book is suddenly better. Just because a TV show keeps going for seasons doesn't mean that it keeps getting uh, better. It's, like, it's not about length. The the thing for open world is people want it to be their story, right? They yes. don't want to be playing a story written by somebody else. They want to believe that this is their story that they are experiencing as they play the game, and the less open it is for decisions for you to make than the less of your story that it is. Then don't play RPGs that somebody else had to program. <sighs> I Go into tabletop know, RPGs. You can have that experience with your friends at the table. The, the amount of customization for your character in Legends, the fact that you can 
like I know people when they were first got to experience the wild area, they were like, I'm going to spend a hundred hours in the wild area. Cause this is all I ever want to do in Pokemon is to run around and catch Pokemon. And they were perfectly happy. Yeah. Yeah. And to them, that's open world enough. I have spent hundreds of hours in the Isle of Armor and the Crown Tundra. And there are, there are some things to do. And I think that those games were really good attempts that Game Freak did. Like, I, I do think the Crown Tundra and the Isle of Armor, I think the Isle of Armor is better, but I think they, they, it, it blows away the original wild area. There were more things to do. Um, they were, there were things to come back to every day to explore, to pick up items. I think they were great expansions. I would assume that Legends would be, uh, more of that, where the areas are as big as the Crown Tundra or the Isle of Armor, but there are four of the areas or five of the areas and you have to, you know, there might be a loading screen in between or a flying screen in between. Um, and I think that's cool. I think that's fine. I think that, like, if if your choice is open world and there's nothing to do in this open world, or we're going to make it more linear, but it's going to feel like you're always doing something because we're pushing you forward, I'm going to take the linear experience. Yeah. Because I don't want a giant, big, empty, open world that there's nothing to do. And if there is something to do the first time, is there something to do when I come back to it? Action and I think Pokemon. that's where the Crown Tundra failed. Once you did the birds, once you caught the legends, once you caught the Reggies, the Crown Tundra wasn't as fun to explore compared to the Isle of Armor. Isle of Armor was mostly to like pick up like competitive stuff and to, yeah, it was, it was just a little bit better in like dailies. Um, and then the only thing you end up doing in Crown Tundra is sit in that cave for Dynamax Adventures, which is great. Dynamax Adventures is cool, but like Crown Tundra was just like it, it had more things to do in the world, but once you d- did those things, there was nothing else to do. And so when I'm looking at these screenshots of Arceus and I'm like, we're, we're flying over on a bravery and there's three Badoos and a rock. I'm worried. Like, <laughs> like I get that we're, we're, we're five months away from the game. They're still got to add the polish. But also, are they going to add like four more Pokemon next to those Badoos? Uh, is it only going to be a run rock? Like, what else are we doing here? Because once I catch like... Well, I mean, we don't know what... They're real good at taking... Highly curated shots so they don't give away secrets. Mm-hmm. So they don't give away what other Pokemon might be in the area. Like, they are notorious for taking bad shots to keep secrets. So I I can't make that call yet, because I don't know, like, what frame they decided to steal this from. Where it's like, okay, perfect. They know Beedoof's in the game, and they see nothing else. Take that moment. I am excited for these games. I am very excited for these games. Yes, agreed. Well, let's take a break. Then we'll do Diamond and Pearl, which I think was more exciting. And then we'll do our question of the week. Well. Pokemon of the week. And we'll be right back. And Pokestops are why I explore. If I've never been to it, it's a reason for me to walk to it. Here's the, here's the reality. Unless I travel to Milwaukee, I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. There is nothing in my neighborhood that I have not visited. I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. 
anywhere between Minneapolis and the Mall of America, I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. And we are back. All right, last part here. New details for Diamond and Pearl. The faithful remakes of Diamond and Pearl versions bring trainers back to Sinnoh, where they meet Professor Rowan, battle Team Rocket, explore Grand Underground. Team Rocket? Team Galactic, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what was this garbage? I didn't learn this until my YouTube comments. I thought it was Pokey Tech, like technology. Poketch. No, Poketch. I didn't realize that the TCH was like the end of watch. Because it's yeah. a yeah. watch. It's a watch. It's I thought it was I thought it was tech, like technology. Did you not watch the anime? No. That was the <laughs> worst version of Watch. Diamond Pro anime was I couldn't get past the theme song. With Piplop? Piplop? No, Piplop is the best. Piplop's the best part of the Diamond and Pearl anime. I will give you that. And the season one rap is awful. Look. Season two it's gets 2021. You hit 30 seconds forward <laughs> yeah, on skip. the remote you go control. Skip intro. <laughs> you have you don't have nothing to hear. The Diamond Pearl anime also has the worst animation. It is the like oh, the clunkiest. Oh, yeah, you are just well, con wasser of all things visual <laughs> I, arts. Aren't I will you, say sir? this: the art isn't worse. What makes it bad is they recycle entire scenes and entire frames. Over and over and this over. This is again. actually uh, traditional Japanese animation because no, I'm not kidding. Because when they first started doing animation in Japan, they had very limited supplies, right. so they developed a technique where they would use still frames and move the camera, or they would reuse the the, the backgrounds and everything like that. Yeah, so it's that's just very really obvious in a lot of the anime episodes. Well, there was what it was like. Um... Indigo League, Orange Islands, and then Johto Journeys or whatever. Johto Journeys? Yeah. All of that was like the same company. Yeah. And then the Pokemon company was like, we want to do this cheaper. And then they, and then it got, it did cheaper. They did. (laughs) Cheaper was very apparent when you see some of those seasons. All right. So, okay. So is it, 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 so it's supposed to be Pokey Watch. Pokey, poke, pokeach? How do you say it? Poketch. Poketch. That's a poketch. Like etch a sketch. It's like, yeah. The poketch is a handy gadget for players to receive on their in game journey that's loaded up with various apps. This all purpose tool has apps for all sorts of situations, like the dowsing machine, which can be used to locate hidden items. Uh, the poketch will also allow players to call wild Pokemon to help them out to use hidden moves like cut, chop, to chop down trees and rock climb to scale cliffs. Now this, I was so excited when the when the trailer happened and they didn't tweet out anything and the press release wasn't out and people were losing their minds about HMs being back. Yes, that was a glorious. Can, can we five PS, minutes? Can we PSA for a minute because uh, there's actually a lot of people who miss this. Yeah. That one, yes, HMs are back, but yes. two. You do not have to yeah. have them on a yeah. Pokemon in your party. You use the Poketch to call the HM. Watch the video. You use the Poketch to call the HM. One of the local Pokemon runs over and does it for you. This, this, yeah. And this is like fine. 
The reason that HMs were ever a thing was to gate content, to prevent you from going somewhere you're not Keep supposed to go. Keep it from me in an open yeah. world game, yeah. Let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. They were like, well, we have to we have to prevent players from getting over here because they're not ready to be over here. And they did the thing where, like, Pikachu can cut, Pikachu can surf, Pikachu can fly, Pikachu can... Well, I don't know what the other one was. Um, Swim. Flash. And I thought that they handled that great. Like, l- l- the... You have not played Diamond and Pearl. There's this giant mountain called Mount Cornet. And in order to get to the Elite Four and to the end of the game, you have to. Well, you go through Mount Cornet multiple times. You have to. Mount Cornet's in the middle of the map, so you have to cross through it. And you have to do it a lot. A lot. And it's very annoying. Uh, spoiler there's a bunch of Geodudes and Zubats in that cave. I want to just remind everyone that Diamond and Pearl were the fourth generation games. And it. Generation 1, Zubat Geodude. Generation 2, Zubat Geodude. Generation 3, Zubat Geodude. Sometimes you get a little Makahita in there, you know, mix it up a little bit, but Zubat Geodude. Generation 4, we're still doing Zubat Geodude. (laughs) Just want to put that out there. Generation 5 had a Zubat Cave. Or is that 6? Which one had actual Zubat Cave? I think that was Black 2 White 2. No, I think X and Y had a Zubat. Yeah, X and Y. Like, look. Caves are bad. They're just full of Zubats. No, Chargestone Cave and Twist Mountain are fantastic. Yeah, they're pretty good. The prob, the problem, the problem, the issue, the problem with Diamond and Pearl was through these four generations, they kept adding more HMs. This one mm-hmm. added Rock Climb and Defog. Defog. And I think that was it. So we're up Is to- Is like a French nobleman? We. The Count Defog. So in order to get to the Elite Four, you needed Strength, you needed Surf, you needed Waterfall, you needed Flash to Four, you needed Rock Climb, you needed Cut, you needed Rock Smash, I believe, which is not technically an HM, but you needed it. I I thought that was optional. I think it was that optional, but was there was optional. like items. But there was stuff behind it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you needed Whirlpool? No. You needed Defog. I, yeah, I don't think you needed Defog either. You didn't. Well, you didn't. You At never some point in the game, you had to need. You never need Flash and you never need Defog. No, no, no. There's a point where you have, you're, you're trying to go a certain area. You have to Defog it. You well, don't like have to. You can you, you can walk through it. It's just you hard. Oh, that's the same thing with flash. It's the same thing. Like you don't need yeah. flash or defog, but it makes it easier. Yeah. The point is that you need realistically at least six. At least six. Bare minimum six. So if you and and a lot like rock climb and strength, they're both normal type moves. I mean. Rock Climb can flinch, so you would want it like on a faster Pokemon to flinch, but Strength doesn't... I mean, Strength's a fine move. It's not awful. But like cut, Cut's normal. Like cut's normal. So, some players would take like a B-Barrel, and they would do four on that. Okay, so now you don't have a party member, because B-Barrel is taking up the party slot, and you still yep. need three more, so where are you going to put that? Distribute. Sprinkle. A little here, a little there. <laughs> It was, it's such, it's just such an awful experience to go through and have that many, like even, yeah, even going was, through gold and lot. silver, I was like, 
I have one water yeah. Pokemon on my team. I don't want to teach it Whirlpool, Waterfall, and Surf. Like, I, but I don't, I don't want more than one water Pokemon. Like, what am I? What is bad? But you're complaining about something that's not an issue any longer. It's not an issue. But the, but this was the biggest issue in Diamond and Pearl. One of the biggest was. issues. Was, yes. yes. No longer yeah, an issue. They fixed it, and I think they fixed it in a very nice yes. way. Yes. yes. It's, it's very similar to Alola. Yeah, I, I'm very happy with This was kind of like the make or break for me was this HM stuff, and, and they did it. want to remind people they didn't do this for Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, and it was annoying. It wasn't not Greg. It was annoying. It was fine. You got to fly around in a Latias. That mm, was cool. True. Yeah, it was amazing. That was like six gyms later, You got. Though. You got a million people who helped you teleport throughout the, throughout the world. Hoopa? It was amazing. Hoopa. <laughs> you are just a hater, 1,000%. You just hate things because you are an unhappy individual who mm-hmm. cannot find joy in your own mm-hmm. life, so you take it out on innocent, mm-hmm. really great games. Omega mm-hmm. Ruby Alpha Sapphire had a sink for great. Let's Go Pikachu and Diamond and Pearl to swim. <laughs> Just because you didn't like it because of your weird criteria does not mean it's the best, not the best game in the series. are bad. Yeah. They should have ended after, they should have ended with Gen 3. And they only doubled down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> HMs are bad, but they lasted an, for a very, very long time. Way too long. Way too long. Um, How many uh, poke, poke, Poketch. How many Poketch things are there? Like 52, 48, something like that. There mm-hmm. are... Apps? Yeah. There's a lot. Oh, boy. There's like 30? No, there has to be more than 40. Because you can unlock... So some are optional. You had to like talk to people to unlock yeah, them. Yeah. But I don't think there's I don't think there's more than 30. Uh, have fun with Pokemon in Amity Square. Amity Square is in Hearth Home City. A relaxing place where trainers can spend time with their Pokemon. They'll be able to walk up with six Pokemon at a time. So long as among the list of Pokemon are permitted in the park. While in Amity Square, players can also adjust the camera angle and zoom level to take commemorative photos and videos of their Pokemon. Photos can be taken by using the Nintendo Switch capture button. And look, this is not a feature. You're just using the what's built into the Switch to be like, look, we have photo mode. <laughs> Amity, it's Amity Park. Amity Park is the most controversial. Mm-hmm. Who are you Yeah, to tell me which Pokemon <laughs> are cute enough to be in your park, it's true. sir? It's true. I pay the same taxes as you. There I agree. Are Thank you. 25 Civil services are for all Pokemon. Available apps in the Poketch. Okay. 50. 7 out of 10 game. Not enough yeah. apps. <laughs> too, too few apps. Yeah, the gatekeeping of what's cute, that was truly the worst part of Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. Uh, it looks like that this was uh, not the same as Sword and Shield, but you know, you gather six Pokemon around, you stir some pot, you throw some whatever in the pot, and you oh. have a curry or whatever. Which I used to be able to do with my friends. Yep. But now can't I can't do, do with now. my friends anymore. Some faithful reproduction. This has now we're pointed out the real flaws. Make so, I like how I was mad about Arceus and you two are mad about Diamond Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> Make some poffins. Pokemon can snack and raise Pokemon conditions such as coolness or cuteness by raising their conditions. 
Uh, players can get a higher score during the visual evaluation of the Super Contest shows in Diamond and Pearl. It was only possible to make poffins at the poffin house, but now players can make them in Amity Square as well. Amity. Amity Square. The HM thing was big. Yep. Yes. And I, I will never forget Atrocious Jake and his, his chat for me doing a service by mentioning, while they were all upset about HMs, the reality, and they all yelled at me for spoilers, and I said, it's not a spoiler when they put it in the press release yeah. and on the Twitter, <laughs> and yet they came for my throat, and I said, fine. Goodbye, and I've written them off forever. That's fair. Good. That's fair. Now you're Rude. taking that Will Anderson tact. Yeah. yeah. Rude. I mean, people avoid news for days until this show comes up because they don't <laughs> want to be spoiled. But I just, just to point out the ridiculous, you know that there's HMs in the game because you watched the video, and the video clearly shows them calling the HMs from the poke etch. Yes. Right. Where's but the spoiler? The spoiler was they thought it, you had to still have it in your box or in your party, and it was just a faster way. So of you clarified it. you didn't spoil. I, correct, correct, correct. It was a terrible morning. I, I uh, flashbacks. This is Pokemon just Pokemon fans are literally the worst human beings. <laughs> yes, that's why we do this podcast. <laughs> yep. Yes. Did you not hear the part about Arceus Legends and people thinking it was open world? <laughs> I am not going back to that. We are past that. Did that you remember the, the Oreo part of this podcast? Did you remember uh, yes. the $40 <laughs> skin a part of this podcast? If anything, we have come full circle uh. in what this show has become. What I will say as in the designer in me, I hate that the Pokach is jammed in the corner exactly. Yeah. Like, it, like we usually when things pop out, it has, like, I don't know how to say it to non-design people. There's, like, a margin. Like, it kind of, like, floats and it, like, slides over. It just being jammed in the corner seems very, like, not done. So I hope it's actually not done and it looks better when it pops out. I, I get that there's not two screens and it has to pop over. Whatever. Um, but it, I, it's, it's only when you call it up, right? Like, it's not there No, it's not, the like, time. permanently. Yeah, yeah, it's not, like, permanently right. there. Um, fine. The, the the game freak and whatever they they're usually really good at like like the menus in Sword and Shield are great. Like the menus in Legends look awesome. Like uh, this Poketch in the corner just looks really out of place. So I hope that's not final. Mm. Um, but maybe you can move it around through options. Ooh, yeah, maybe you can like put it where you want. That'd be cool. Like right in the middle, so it blocks everything that I'm looking at. Uh, we still don't know about the the. GB global battle global trading G what GTS yeah. <laughs> we got the, <laughs> the global trading station yeah we still don't know what the I mean GTS is doing because it's in Pokemon Home so they've said that it will happen in the Union Room yeah so what so, is that building offices now this is what technology does maybe that building is dedicated to making the cell phones. And then Hoopa's at the top, the Hoopa's, and they're they have throwing on the top. cell phones to through throw as they're the, making them. Throw another Arceus back into the past. <laughs> it won't work because they don't have electricity or cell towers or satellites or anything else because it's 16-something. Just throw the copper wire through. They'll, they'll figure, <laughs> they'll figure it, out. it out. Give them a Put circuitry. They'll be good. It. Uh, yeah, both of these trailers were like, mm, they were just like, here are some things to do yeah. in the game. <laughs> Enjoy. I mean, I think for 
I think both did what they needed to do, like answered the question about HMs. Did mm-hmm. some more things about the world, which, you know. I mean, they did answer the question of, about the square. We we did ask they, that, like, yeah. what is the square doing if, you know. So, like, they, I feel like they are clarifying that the faithful is what we said about was just like a descriptor and not like uh, a step-by-step remake of Diamond and Pearl. Like, I think they needed to show, like, yes, we have changed things ahead of the game and be prepared that HMs are different and Amity Square is different and it's not the exact same game that you played in the past. And I think that was important for them to show. And I think for the Arceus trader, it was, hey, you have customizations uh, and there are more Pokemon that we haven't told you about. And I think both were excellent at creating a level of excitement for upcoming products. They did exactly what they needed to do. Anyways, uh, question of the week. Oh, he's got to wet his whistle. Yep. Question, question, question of the week sent to us from our fans. This is from Chris. Oh, I I don't watch enough Friends to answer Matt's question. Uh, <laughs> I've seen every episode of Friends. I've seen every episode of Friends, but what did Chris have to say? Chris says, "What is the spookiest non-ghost type Pokemon?" Gigalith, clearly. <laughs> 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 Mawile. Ma- I mean, honestly, it's Geodude, Ma- the original moving way rock. Way too many mouths, and when it mega evolves, it's got it no, no, way no, too no, many no, mouths. No, no, no. Mawile is a cutie. Mawile is it's terrifying. Was, used to be on my competitive VGC team and used to do fantastic work for me. You will not malign my Mawile. Grim Snarl is also quite terrifying. Yeah, let's yeah. not ghost. Grim Snarl is a good one. Yeah. What about Weeping Bell? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Weeping mm. Bell is... It'll eat you alive. It would dissolve your bones. Okay, can you guys quickly do the Friends question from Matt? If a if sitcom Friends had a cast of cast swapped with Pokemon, which Pokemon would play each character? Oh, good lord. See, it's... Uh, Gardevoir would be Rachel. Um, Indeedee would be uh, Monica. I don't know these people. <laughs> uh, we need somebody with like some amount of music for Phoebe, but not a yeah, lot. Yeah, but music. like spacey. I feel like I feel like, like Phoebe meowstic? would be a slowpoke. Kind of, yeah. Kind of like a meowstic or a slowpoke. Uh, now meowstic's too intelligent. What about Psyduck? Yeah, could be Psyduck for Phoebe. Uh, Chandler has uh, sarcastic. Snark. Yeah, yeah. I could see a Grimmsnarl, or what's the Impidimp, but what's the one after? Morgrim? More Megrim. Morgrim for Chandler, because Chandler doesn't fully evolve in that series at all. Uh, then Joey's super cute and strong. But also uh, not intelligent. Yeah, I, so, he's uh, a Machamp. Machamp, well, yeah. And then, look... Which is the worst fossil? No, no, no. Cradilly for uh, Ross. Timber. Timber. Joey's oh, a timber. Yeah. Timber. He's a timber. But yeah, Cradilly for Ross because Ross is the worst character. Yes. And he's into dinosaurs, so he picks the yes. worst one. Yes. Okay. Only no Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> uh, from YouTube, if you are watching on YouTube, feel free to like, comment, subscribe, share, all that stuff. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Um, but if you want, and we'll have the question of the week for next week. We're, we're going to do James this week. 
They say, hey, Steve, Greg, and Will, big fan of the podcast. Thanks for all you do. I'm about to be a dad in February. What would you say is the most important thing? (laughs) What would you say is the most important thing for me to pass down onto the next generation of Pokemon fans? Be happy with what you... This is life advice. Be happy with what you get. Yeah. Enjoy the games for what they are. Don't expect them to be something that they're not. Mm. Uh, I will say this. For most parents who want their kids to like what they like they like don't force it on them just mm-hmm. keep having it being a big part of your life because kids want to be included on your life so if you invite them in on your journey they're a lot more they're a lot more willing to join and like the thing that you like than it's like oh i'm going to force this on you and put all these things into your into your head like continue being unashamed of your love of pokemon and your kid will want to be a part of that with you as somebody who read a lot of children's books in the last month to children, uh, get those Pokemon child books. Those like, shit. And they're very they're, good. They're super yeah. good. Like I bought them just because I was like, well, maybe one day I'll have kids and they're not going to be available for every forever, right? Like books, you know, they make so many and then they don't make any more. Um, that's not true. That's, yeah, that's not true. <laughs> if it's only sold on Pokemon Center, I feel like it. Well, it technically they put it on Amazon too, but they did sell out. At one point, I think they restocked. But I went through those books, and they're really well made. They're really cute. Um, they're like thick. There's like a lot of pages. Get those kids' books. They're awesome. They're like, yeah. they're on Amazon. They should be back in stock on Pokemon Center. Just there's four of them. Get all four. They're really great. There's but, colors. There's shapes. Uh, yeah. I finally learned what a triangle was last week. It was awesome. Um, there's Good uh, letters, and I think there's numbers. But also, like, pass down for your kids, like. Everything that you like, let them know. Like, I know mm-hmm. a lot of parents, like my parents, a lot of people from my generation, like their parents really, we, they kept their lives very separate and their interests very separate. And so it y- kids just want to spend time with you and like the things that you like. So just always be true about, like, if you are a huge Pokemon fan, just keep being a big Pokemon fan. And also and accept the fact if your children don't don't like don't it. take it, take to it. Yeah, right? like I'm I'm sorry that your kid is a star baseball player and just never enjoyed Pokemon. How unfortunate and sad for you. Go to the kids' baseball games and let them enjoy the things that they and enjoy. Play your Switch while they're doing whatever they do out there. Exactly. Spinning in a circle. Well, Pokemon of the week. All right, last week's Pokemon. Its name was Brian. <laughs> it's wait uh <laughs> it's one just... of only two mammalian species to be featured for a type that has not had any fish at all and uh i got the idea because i got an eviolite from breeder elena in Ballinley for defeating her dotler which is a pokemon it's I already did it. Oh. Say your bad. Say your bad choice. Dotler. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. It's Brion. Brion. How could I? Hated <laughs> 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 any. It, it threw him a curveball by just not throwing a curveball. Uh Brion's cool. Is it Brione? Brione? No. It's no, just Brion. Brion. Mm. 
I'll say they said the E. That's why the the famous famous French aristocrat Gilbert <laughs> de Brion. Uh, based on sea lion and performers as Japanese idols, ballerinas, circus clowns. Those three have nothing in common. Yeah, that's a but wild they all intersection. Wear frilly, frilly things. things. I guess tutus. See, Will knew that they were going to put Poplio Litton. Rowlet in Rays. Yeah. We, we tried to warn you. The suspense. Uh, there's no <laughs> trivia here. This is it. There's nothing. It's a middle evolution and they forget about it all the time. Good shuffle. Mm. Good Pokemon Rumble Rush one. Look at that model. Pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's decent. Shiny is excellent. Yeah, good shiny. Uh, what about next week? Will said he oh, made man. it hard this week. Yeah. God, I'm already checked out. <sighs> you got to check in because you got to listen to all <laughs> the words. Except that's never true. It's always all the words, but the real one's the last five uh, lines. Okay, so this is, this is even worse because it's very, very short. It's called Five Even Less Relevant Facts. Number one. I just got back from the gym where I was pumping iron. No other exercises, just pumping iron. Number two. George Jetson's employer, Mr. Spacely, made sprockets. His primary competitor was Mr. Cogswell, who made cogs. Number three. The Roman god Janus protected doorways. Number four. In German... One word can mean sound, tone, musical no- tone, note, or timbre. Number five. Reciprocating motion, up and down or in and out, can be converted to rotary motion. There you go. There's your five even less relevant facts. I feel like I think I know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Um, if you want to help out the show and you listen on Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, thank you to anyone who did. Uh, if you need something to watch on Twitch, well, I am taking some time off Twitch, but uh, we're still doing Unite. We're still doing Ribbon Quest. We're still doing, uh, we'll probably get a team together for the Spooky Cup coming up. So we've got some things to do for Sword and Shield uh, and all that stuff. Um, but twitch.tv slash pkmncast, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, all the same, pkmncast. Promo code, if we said one this episode, pkmncast, probably, almost always. <laughs> uh, otherwise, Will is at Washing the Sink, Greg is at White Wing, I am at Dragging a Lake. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and we will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super Effective. Super cell phones did not exist Would in you the stop? 1600s. I can show you a plaque. No, that's falsified records. No, it's it's a national historic record. It isn't. You go to, you're wearing Georgetown. How do they let you spout such anti-educational I stuff? I saw the plaque.
Shout out to our Patreon producers, starting with Kevin, Stephen, Sean, Potato, Matthew, Bovine, Kay, Jetsy, Jessica, Jacob, Courtney, Brian, Evan, Ryan, Patrick, Nate, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Dylan, Alvaro, and our executive producers of Anthony, Steph, Spencer, and Brady. Thank you all for the support. I d- why is that list so long? Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. If you too would like to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to isc.cash. But thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. <laughs>